Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Said Delgado, I'm conservative. I'm coming at you live here Tuesday night after a uh, a brief hiatus. And of course, I'm sure there's going to be some questions. I'm sure there's going to be, and I know I already know there's already people talking about. Well, you you already know because uh, you're afraid of man. Shut up! Not tell you some of these people there's something else. No, there's a reason I took some time off. And I think it's important that all of us take some time off at some point because what ends up happening is I think we get so inundated with politics, various issues, your issue de jour, if you will, that you tend to forget about the people closest to you. You tend to forget about yourself. And that's not a good thing. You know, I get it. There are some people, you know, you want to you wanna give everything you got. Hey, man, I, I have no fault with that at all. I think that's actually a good thing to a certain degree. But if you're not doing things to better yourself, if you're not doing things to take care of you, well, then you're good to anybody else. That really should be like the first rule of anything that anybody does and i know some people like to say well you're being selfish well you know what if you think i'm being selfish because i want to take care of myself my mental well-being and and more importantly my physical well-being then fine i'm selfish you know i in it you get to, I think you get to a certain point to where you really don't give a damn about other people's opinions when they say stuff like that because these are the same people that, well, they're not doing anything for anybody else and they damn sure ain't doing anything for themselves and they're just miserable. Or whatever. I'm calling a duck a duck. But anyway i'll get into the ones about what i've been up to what i've been doing here uh over these past couple of weeks but i'll tell you this here two weeks ago i i did cancel the show because i just was not feeling it and for me it's important that when i do these broadcasts when i do whether it's the audio only like we're doing here tonight 
or whether I'm doing a video podcast, I need to be able to give my best. If I not be, if I can't give my best, then what's the point of doing it? Uh, it's not something I'm cool with because what ends up happening is I'm going to put out a half-ass show, a show that's just not worth anything. And like I said, it ain't worth it. You know, I think you guys deserve better than that. It doesn't make any sense to just do something just for the sake of doing it. That That's just not cool. But everybody's got to make their own choices, I suppose. But we got a lot of stuff on deck here tonight. And obviously, there have been a lot of things that have gone on. Um, there's a lot of people that have been covering the Twitter drops from Elon Musk. Um, boy, that stuff is spicy. Especially the stuff going on, the suppression that's happened with conservatives. What's been going on with Jai Gotti, the legal counsel, and Yoel Roth, the head of, what was it, trust and safety? A pedophile or an advocate of pedophilia was Twitter's head of trust and safety. Not only that, not only that, but here's a guy who advocated for this but did everything he could within his power to ban President then-President Trump. Absolutely amazing. But there's a lot of people that have covered that stuff. And But we got more, we got more, we got more. We got stuff going on in New Zealand that is a picture of things to come out here. We got the whole Trump factor. We need to talk about Tammy Baldwin. We got the flu, the tridamic, is it what, what they're calling it? Something ridiculous like that. So, live call-in number is 920-376-9400. Call in if you want to join this pizza party here. Call in if you want to get your opinion heard. Call in if all you want to do is talk trash, because I like that too. It's the little things in life that make me happy. Um, let's start with this one, though. And I want to start with this because... I am an individual. I spend a lot of time on the road. I spend probably too much time on the road. But obviously, I do it because part of my job. Now, as somebody who's on the road a lot, I like to keep an eye on weather conditions. And I want to pass along information to people because, because I want you people to arrive alive, to be safe as you're driving out there. Because well, while it's important for you to be safe, it's important for you not to run into me, too. You know what I mean? I wanted to get home in one piece. So I'm looking at all of these maps right now. Holy crap. This is ridiculous. Uh, the one story I'm looking at right now, and here we are, 13th of December, 2022. We've had some snow, but not a lot. We are looking at potentially 6 to 10 inches of snow by early Friday. And this is from First Alert News. Uh, what do we got? Where, where is this here? That's the Land Lake, Wisconsin weather forecast. But I want to give credit to this news agency. And they're talking everything from Wednesday afternoon into early Friday. 6 to 10 inches in central Wisconsin. Milwaukee's looking for three to six upwards north of Wausau and Marinette into Rhinelander and Hayward. You're looking at 10 to 13. Break out the snowmobiles, ladies and gentlemen. Get the kids in their winter jumpers. Just have at it. It'll be fun, I suppose, but 
you know, for all the storms that come, you need to be ready. What do I mean? Well, you should have water. You should have non-perishables. And you should be ready just in case for an outage. What outage, you say? Well, listen up here. Here's a story I got from Newsbreak. This is out of Green Bay, in the Appleton Post uh, Crescent. So we're looking at a lot of ice right now up until Wednesday morning. Now, if you live in the central Wisconsin area like I do, we got a mixture of snow and freezing rain and sleet coming in. And they're looking anywhere between a tenth to two tenths of an inch. That's just enough to be dangerous on the roads. And here's a story. Most of northern Wisconsin will likely be affected by a high-pressure storm system moving across the Great Lakes Tuesday night into early Thursday, according to the National Weather Service. The Weather Service office in Green Bay has been monitoring the system and now has details on what northern and central Wisconsin can expect when the snow starts to fly. Van WS early Tuesday released an updated weather advisory, winter weather advisory and winter storm watch for central and northern Wisconsin. The timing of the ad, uh, advisories is the same as the previous noted. The storm is expected to start moving into central Wisconsin uh, Tuesday after 6 p.m. with the potential to affect commute, commutes here early Wednesday and early Thursday. But there are more details on the kind of winter, uh, wintry weather that's expected to come. Residents of Marathon, Wood, Washera, and Portage could see 2 to 8 inches of snow as well as ice buildup with the possibility of wind gusts up to 45 miles per hour and even blackouts. Now, this is important because when you have wet snow and that weighs down on those power lines, you will have the potential for snapping, you will have the potential for blackouts, and with blackouts in this cold weather, you will have the potential for life threatening weather now a hat tip to all those guys out there that work for the power companies that are already getting themselves on standby they're getting themselves ready and all the first responders that are going to be out there because they will be out doing their job but you can take preventative measures now when you have the opportunity like I said, if you haven't started stocking up, and listeners of the show, you guys should know to have your stuff stocked up and ready to rock. You should have drinks. You should have non-perishable foods. You should, if you, God, if you could afford it, get yourself a backup generator. Just in the event of uh, things like this. And it's not that you're prepping for doomsday scenario, but sometimes it rains. Sometimes there are floods. Sometimes you can't get out. You know, if you guys remember, just what, three, four years ago, we had that wicked cold snap here in Wisconsin for like two, three days straight. It was like February, if I recall correctly, but nobody, I mean, nobody was out. The only people that were out were folks that worked at Quick Trip and grocery stores that refused clothes, which was absolutely ridiculous because you demand your people going. That's ridiculous, but I get it. Business must go on. As the week ends, ah, weekends, temperatures will dip below average into the teens and 20s across the northeastern part of the state. So, again, keep in mind, be safe. Be, yeah, I, I'll get into the echoey here in a minute. I wonder if this, I'm going to try to adjust something. But, yeah, but be safe out there. Don't go driving like this is NASCAR or something ridiculous like that. And there's a lot of people that want to do that. But for the love of God, be safe. 
watch out for others, and make a plan to get home. Because really, no matter what you do, the number one goal you have is not your work. It's not going to hang out with people. Hell, it's not even going to the grocery store. It's getting home in one piece. So, just want to bring that up because, well, what's Christmas without snow? And apparently, we're going to get lots of it. Um, so, last week, I had to, I, I had some problems with my computer. And I had to do a major, major reboot here. But in doing that, as I hooked up all my pieces and the mixers and everything, I was wondering if I was going to have an issue here with the connectivity. And apparently, from uh, Brother John, God, what's going on, Brother John? How you doing? Apparently, I'm hearing, I'm sounding a little echoey. So, we'll see how this goes. Got to love it when you're toying around with new stuff. I'm actually going to be trying to work on a new setup here pretty soon and get that squared away. But, all right. couple things here. And this is, I think, kind of a... I've talked about this in the past. It's a concept called the Overton window. And for those of you guys that have heard me talk about this before, it's going to be pretty much a lot of the same. But for those of you new, you're going to want to pay attention because this will make a lot of sense to you once it's explained. The Overton window, if you will, picture it like this. Imagine if you're standing against a wall and there's a window could be a big window let's call it a big big window right and everything outside of that window that you see is within the political mainstream norm of today okay it's not the political mainstream of five years from now or five years ago but today now the Overton window is said to be able to shift left shift right and one of the things that the left like to claim is that while Republicans are trying to push it all the way to the right, they just want to make things more conservative, which I think Republicans do, and conservatives, the problem is, is that Republicans, by and large, tend to be weak. They spend more time worrying about the press says about them, whether or not they're going to get any kind of nice treatment from the mainstream media or anything like that, and that is weak. Because you know that the mainstream media is opposition media. Hell, there's even conservative groups out here and so-called conservative media that are opposition media. They are clout chasers. They are grifters. They are a joke like the mainstream media. So you can lump that all together. The politician that doesn't care what the media has to say left, right, or otherwise, that's the smart one. That's the one that says, you know, I don't care if you like me, hate me, or anything else. This is my message. This is where I stand. Push back all you want. But unless you have something that makes any sense, a cogent question, answer, or anything, then it doesn't matter. See, you would think that politicians know that, especially on the right side of the aisle. But it's almost like Republicans constantly play catch-up. Realistically, we know that the Overton window continues to move further and further to the left. How do we know this? We know this because if you take a look at the groups like the Young Republicans of America, 
they alone show you one of the biggest examples because they have a committee on climate change. And if you go back 10 years ago, that's thing that would not have existed. Hell, over the last few years, we've had transgender individuals running as Republicans. Again, something you would not have seen 10 plus years ago. Now, I get it. Republicans want to try to be the party, the big tent party. We want to be inclusive of everybody. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The problem is, is that it does fly in the face of a lot of things that Republicans have advocated for years. So meanwhile, you got, you know, new Republicans coming in, you got new conservatives coming in, and to them, they have bought into this new social norm. But for conservatives like myself and others, like, wait a minute, when did this happen? And it's interesting for someone like me, because me saying, when did this happen? It's not like I'm blind to what's been going on. It's not like I'm not plugged in to what is happening. A lot of this stuff comes at you fast. A lot of it comes at you hard. And that's kind of where things get twisted. Now, I bring this up for a couple reasons. Because we have several different issues that have popped up onto the horizon over the last several months. And the first of it is, of course, abortion. And then, of course, we'll get into the whole same-sex marriage bit and what Biden did today. Abortion has always been a contentious issue because there is a, there's an argument that the fetus, the life that is inside the mother, the baby, if you will, according to some people on the left, is not a human being. And I kind of find that to be a disingenuous argument for, for the pro-abortion side because these are the same people that would stop the construction of anything if an environmental impact study is done, and let's say they found, I don't know, a single-cell amoeba, frog, thingy, whatever. Technical term. Technical term. But yet they would deny the humanity of an embryo. And it, it, what, what blows me away, and this is where I don't like the arguments from the right when they go into the religious part of it, because it's like, well, it's a sin against God. All right, first off, I can't argue with religious people. I don't think anybody can, and I don't think you should. The moment somebody brings up the religious argument, that conversation is done, for me at least. And the reason it is is because what ends up happening is I can't argue with you when you bring up your faith. And it's not that my argument is weak. It's that your position, based on your religious dogma, your religious philosophy— does not allow for you to be open-minded, to take a look at a particular issue, to see yourself as having been potentially wrong on an issue, or in any way to compromise on a particular issue. And when you have somebody discussing with you and they're coming from you, coming to you at from that lens, then there's nothing more to say. Because nothing you say can do anything to, per, to persuade that person anyway. I prefer the logic-based scientific reasoning of an argument. So when we look at Roe v. Wade, I've always looked at it as just bad law. Now, I agree with a lot of people when you want to talk about defending the unborn. I, I don't disagree with that. 
the problem that I see is, is really multifaceted. Because on one hand, women will decry my body, my choice. Well, it really wasn't your body, your choice while you were getting railed in the back of the club there. So you kind of gave that up when that happened. All right. Not to mention 23 of those chromosomes belong to Giga Chad over there. So, you know, he might want to get some input. But the hypocrisy of that my body, my choice is that a woman can decide whether she wants to abort the child or not. But a man can't decide whether he wants to terminate his parental rights or not. Dude gets hooked up with some chick. Next thing you know, he's on child support for the next 18 years. Absurd, right? But then on the other side of the issue, you've got people on the religious right in particular that are talking about lock the doctors up, lock the mama. And there have been individuals that have said that, which is absolutely ridiculous. Now, what is, if any, the compromise to be had here? And I've long said this, and a lot of the pro-life people, anti-abortion folks, they don't like it when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because the fact of the matter is the left had it right in the 80s when they talked about safe, legal, rare, rape, incest, and in the event of, you know, where the life of the mother is in jeopardy. Now, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They of course blew it out of proportion, making it seem like these were the all just all the time issues but it wasn't it was just women running around acting like a bunch of not just acting but actually being a bunch of 304s and you know just raw dogging their way to a free check right but now that roe v way has been turned over it's gotten even more interesting and it's gotten more interesting because the left continue to you know hyperinflate the idea that rape is happening all the time and people are getting pregnant and incest is happening all the time and mothers are constantly at risk. And, and I, what I don't understand about the mothers at risk problem is, okay, you're eight months pregnant and there's a major issue. Do you need to abort that baby who is eight months fully developed? I mean, still considered a preemie, but can't live outside the womb. Why not just have a C-section? Why abort the child? Because the left continually pushed this idea of what essentially amounts to infanticide. But then you go into states like here in Wisconsin where they have this, you know, 1849 law where there's like next to no, you know, exceptions when it comes to abortion, which I think that law should be revisited. But that's a topic for another day. But this is where 
in this story, it gets really, really weird. And it just makes you wonder, where are some of these politicians' heads at? What are they thinking? We'll tie it into the economy. And we'll tie it into the economy because where do these people think all this money is going to come from? Now, I know you may say, what do you mean, what money? What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Well, number one, you have the whole, you know, government-funded, Planned Parenthood getting subsidies from the government to fund these abortions. But in states like Wisconsin and others that have stricter abortion laws, you have senators like Wisconsin Senator Tammy Baldwin who have proposed federal travel funding for abortion seekers. Yeah, you heard that right. Federal funds to transport, you know, little Susie so she can go to Illinois and get her uterus scraped because she decided that she was going to hook up with Giga Chad one night at the bar. And as we all know, nothing good happens at 2 a.m. According to the story from WPR.org, Democrat U.S. Senator out of Wisconsin, Teddy Baldwin, has introduced a bill that would provide federal funding grants to pay for travel-related expenses for people seeking abortions. But despite their support for the effort, abortion rights advocates say it's unlikely to get through Congress, where the House of Representatives will soon be controlled by Republicans. Let me stop right there. This bill that they're talking about is getting funds. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on this, and it is very, very possible that I could be wrong. Hell, I probably am wrong. Aren't all bills that have funding, aren't they supposed to be generated from the House of Representatives, not the U.S. Senate? Because according to this here, the Reproductive Health Travel Fund Act would set up a grant program for $350 million per year for the next five years. So what is that? That's what, 14, 17? Wow. Over $17 million? No. No, 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 no. $350 million a year, $700,000? Oh, we're, now we're going into the billions. Now we're going to the billions. Aren't you serious? Oh, my, my, my. And where is this money? You know, this again, the audacity of a lot of these people, because you just think, well, and, and maybe rightfully so. Maybe rightfully so. Maybe rightfully so that they think that money is just printed at will because that's what's been happening for the last God knows how long. We, the, the general public, has just noticed that over the last three years in particular because of all the money printing that's been going on. So you're looking at $1,750,000,000. All so you can transport people to go get abortions over the next five years. And this money is going to be distributed through nonprofits and community organizations that assist abortion seekers. Oh, but I get it. It's, it's not just the transport. You got to pay the organizations. Keep them funded. So this bill will give priority to people who live in states that have banned or severe restrictions in abortions, like Wisconsin, where an abortion ban from 1849 is now in effect. 
Since the fall of Roe v. Wade in June, legal, ab legal abortion in Wisconsin has virtually ceased, leaving out-of-state travel the main option for people seeking to end their pregnancies. For too many, the cost of travel, child care, overnight housing, and time away from work puts, puts safe, comprehensive, reproductive care totally out of reach, Baldwin said in a statement. Let's pull the brakes here. You're going to go for an abortion. How the hell are you going to call this safe, comprehensive, reproductive care? That's what, how, how do you do that? Because if you're talking health care, you, you know, you, you literally have two entities. Yes, inside one body, one inside one another's body. Not like a parasite, though. But you have two entities. And at the end of said procedure, you will have one. Because the other one will be dead. That's just absurd. Wisconsin and the Midwest have several existing abortion bans, including the Midwest Access Coalition, which pays for travel and other logistical costs, as opposed to actual abortion procedures. Allison Dreit, the coalition's director of strategy partnerships, said the organization has already experienced about double the demand for services of last year. This year has been bananas, she says. Before the U.S. Supreme Court's uh, decision that overturned Roe v. Wade, the majority of people seeking the organization's services came from the Midwest. Now they are seeing an influx of people from Texas and other states who are traveling to Midwestern states like Illinois for abortion services. Many of them can't afford the procedure themselves to say nothing of the necessarily travel expenses, she says. A lot of people who are most impacted by abortion restriction are low-income people, people in rural communities, people of color, the trans community. Well, the trans community. Somebody's going to have to explain that one to me. I, I, I don't get that. So they're already... So they're already or marginalized communities. Marginalized. Hmm. You can't afford a kid, but you can go out and do your thing, huh? Hmm. All right. Somebody's going to have to explain that trans one to me because, uh, yeah, you get it. Amy Williamson is the assistant director of the University of Wisconsin-Madison uh, Collaboration for Reproductive Equity, or CORE. She said even before Roe ended, it was difficult for many abortion seekers to raise necessary funds for the procedure as well as necessary child care and time off. The added requirement to travel to another state makes it more difficult. We know that some pregnant Wisconsinites are traveling hundreds of miles to other states at great expense and difficulty in their lives to access the care they need or they remain pregnant when they do not want to be. Kind of like dads who don't want to. Oh, did I say that? Oh, yeah, that's, that was supposed to be the quiet part. Despite the support for Baldwin's funding measure, uh, these ladies are not hopeful that it will pass. I think any reasonable person will read this as extremely unlikely politically with a change in Congress. This is, again, one more example of, as I say, the Overton window shifting left. And it shifts to the left because in the 80s, it was advocated that no, we don't want to have abortions everywhere. No, we don't, you know, this isn't supposed to be birth control. But yet here it is. And it's funny because we've seen over the last few years in particular, the last five, where 
it's been continuously pushed that a woman should never be questioned. She should be able to get an abortion. It's her body, her choice. They can get abortions up to nine months. You can get the abortion in the middle of your pregnancy. Or, worse yet, you can birth the child and then we'll decide what to do with it after. Talk about ghoulish. You know that as a society you are failing when the protection of innocent life is not something that is cherished and it's not something that people advocate for. As a matter of fact, when you have a political group that outright advocates for the termination of its young, that's a problem. It's a huge problem. Let's look in the chat room here before we get to that next section here. And uh, John mentioned they should never have given them the right to vote. No, they really shouldn't. I'll tell you this. As it relates to voting, and I don't know who said this, but I got to really agree with them. If you take one, and I mean literally one red cent as an individual of government assistance, and I say you take funding for this, you know, you're going to have an abortion. And you want the government to pay for it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, if you take your welfare, you, you got something, right? You lose the right to vote. Period. End of story. I mean, I get it. Everyone should have the right to vote, but I don't know if everybody should. Just because we have so many freaking low information people. And I mean that literally on the left and on the right. I know. That's a taboo thing to say. How can you say that? We got low information people here on the right. Um, have you been around this last election cycle? Have you seen some of the stuff people have advocated for on the right? Oh, we've got low information voters like a champ. Anybody running around talking about decertify? Sit down, Slappy. Just, you know, stop with this. No LARPing, no cosplay. Sit down. Sit down there, William Wallace. Some of these people. Anyway, John also mentioned, why do they talk, um, why, do, why do they, uh, excuse me, why do they also talk about Planned Parenthood as of no other option to get health care? And that's kind of funny because when, when, you think about this. Planned Parenthood likes to talk about how, well, we provide all these health care services and mammograms. If by providing health Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Care services like mammograms, you mean you give a referral to a hospital? 
then I suppose you're technically telling the truth. But you're not actually doing the mammograms. You're not actually doing the pap smears. You're not actually doing Wynn's Health. You are a money-funneling organization. And it's amazing how organizations like Planned Parenthood have been allowed to get away with this for so long. Because if you or I got into doing something like this, it would be called money laundering. And that's facts. It just it, it amazes me. Here's another one here. As we can all road down the Overton window. As a matter of fact, we'll do this here. Let's take our first break. And when we come back, I want to get into this whole marriage protection nonsense that we're talking about. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. We'll be right back. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I rock the party that rocks your body. I rock the party that rocks your body. Let's go. How I miss it, make the green. Uh -huh, I rock uh -huh. the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. Shady. That's right. That's me. Complicated rap star. Meet like the MC. You see, I'm on to your baby and your mechanism. You hit it when you're in it so hot you keep it sizzling no ooh she ooh and all of that too keep me in the waters of Kalamazoo who you come in with when your posse at I leave the boys alone tell her you won't be back I got the cheese baby my cheddar's better I got that milk for that I'm a redder trust you me I'll blow up shop have a little nick calling the cops watch I rock the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body I rock the party the body. You rock the party that rocks the body. I rock the party that rocks the 
change some things around but i think one of the things i'm going to do is start the show at seven o'clock um and the reason being is man i have been enjoying some sleep i'm not gonna lie um as you guys know i've been on this carnivore diet now for literally three months and one day and in that time i have lost 56 pounds i have gone from 317 pounds there on september 12th and as of this morning's weigh-in I was at 261 pounds, and I feel magnificent. I feel phenomenal. As a Gap Band once said, I feel outstanding. It was that Shaquille O'Neal. Both of them, that's who it was. But the point is, the point is, I feel good. And part of that is not just diet. It's exercise, too. Um, I've been kind of getting things on, you know, my exercise regimen on point. Uh, since I think it was the end of, yeah, towards the end of October 27th, I started doing this um, 10,000 steps a day. So I've been, I've been, man, I've been working the hell out of my treadmill. I have been just rocking that every morning. I'm up at 5 a.m. and I get a, at least a half hour, 45 minute workout first thing in the morning before I start working to get day going for myself, my son. Um, you know, got my wife doing her thing. And I always try to set everybody's day up right so that they can have a motivated, positive, successful day. But it's key that I get that workout in. And then at night, I try to get another workout in at least an hour. And then, of course, whatever I'm doing throughout the day. But what becomes even more a critical piece in that equation is getting the proper amount of sleep. Because I've been rocking, like I said, high protein, high fat, high protein, quality meat. Um, I've been trying to stay away from carbs. I did have some carbs over the weekend. I had some rice on Saturday. Not a lot, just a little. But I'll tell you what, I paid for it yesterday because something about that rice caused an inflammation response in my knee. And man, was I hurting. But, you know, you got to experiment. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I found that getting the right amount of sleep is, is essential. Because I find that when I only get five hours of sleep, which I typically have done in the past, I'm lethargic, I'm groggy, I'm irritable, and I find that's not conducive to proper workouts or anything else like that. And when I find that I'm getting seven, eight hours of sleep, and I can really never go more than eight, um, although I have tried, 
but I find that my weight stays in flux, my diet is on point, and everything just clicks off on all cylinders. So I think what I'm going to do here is start the show at 7 p.m. going forward, and we're just going to rock it out. So I mean, if we rock it out till 9, 10 o'clock, then that's what we do. If we rock it out for just an hour, hour and a half, we'll do that. It'll be as it needs, but I think 7 o'clock is going to be a good time to get the show started here. And, of course, you know, I'm in with a few different people. We're going to have more guests on, and I'm going to try to record the video aspect of this, too. So we're going to try to get a little of everything going. So uh, 2023 is going to be big. We got a lot of stuff in the hopper, and I tell you what, I got some guests, and I'm going to get more because we got, we got a video show coming up here on January 1st. Day one, 2023. And we're going to have a, a talk and review of 2022. We're going to have talks about what's going on here for 23. Hopes, aspirations, and all that other good stuff. So, you know, make sure you guys tune into that. If you guys want to be a guest, please let me know. You don't have to be on video. There's a way to get around that. But we can always have you on. So, just so you guys know, I haven't given up. But boy, I tell you, taking that downtime has been good. Good rest is important. John Gall, thank you very much. I appreciate that. He said, looking great also. I'm trying to bring sexy back. Now he's trying anyway. Orlando always in the house. What's going on, brother Orlando? Good to see you here. All right, guys. Live calling number 920-376-9400. If you want to be a part of the show, 920-376-9400. If you got the bat phone number, you know how to get into the cave, hit it up. But let's continue on our conversation on the Overton window as it continues to shift to the left. And this is an important topic because today the Biden administration or President Biden, resident, the P is silent, he signed a bill today that protects same-sex marriage, interracial marriages. They call it the Respect for Marriage Act. And this is kind of interesting because, again, we're demonstrating the Overton window continuing to shift to the left. And one of the things I have warned people over the years is that those who control language control everything else. It's kind of like if we were wrestling. If I can control your head, I control where you go. Like, if I have actual control over your head, I mean, you know, we're locked up. I'm stronger. I can control. Like, I got a grasp on your head and your neck. You will move where I will move you. You can fight me. You can struggle. But in all likelihood, you will go where I move you. The same is true when when you have one group of people that control language, what can be said, what cannot be said, anything else like that. And one of the things that I have taken notice of over the last few years is how the left have not only continued to master, weaponize, and bastardize language, but they're also changing narratives. During this past midterm election, they have continuously pushed with the mainstream media this idea, well, you know, we just won't know the results of this race for another week. And if you have a short attention span, you're going to be like, well, that's just kind of how it's always been. But if you are a normal thinking human being, then you know that what they're telling you is just nonsense. 
How is it that we were able to know the results of an election, you know, go back 20 years? We knew that night. Go back 10 years. Knew that night. Hell, go back to 2016, 2020. We knew that night. Although 2020 is questionable, I get it. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. But the fact is, they're pushing it to be normal. And unfortunately for the NPCs of the world, they're thinking that's normal. Now, what you have here, especially since the, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, the left is pushing this idea, well, we're going to codify it. We're going to make it law. It's like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I don't think you get this here, uh, you know, crazy Uncle Joe. I don't think you get this there, uh, creepy auntie Kamala. I don't think you understand. It was struck down as unconstitutional. You going out there making another law doesn't change the Constitution. But the way they're framing this is in such a way that, well, what do we got here? I have to use your microphone. Okay, yeah. yeah you should be using my microphone. Okay. But they're framed in such a way. Wait, what do we got here? Well, that might be an issue. We'll I'll have to take a look at that later. But they're framing this in such a way that it's making it seem that if they're going to make this a law, this is how that's going to override what the Constitution has to say. But remember, this is a group of people that think the Constitution either outdated or as malleable as a so-called living, breathing document that it can be changed with the times. Now, that can't be further from the truth because the reality is if the Constitution, much like the Bible itself or any religious text, it's not meant to change with the times. The times are meant to stay in line with that document, in this case, the Constitution. So it's a bit of a conundrum, and unfortunately, civic education hasn't been pushed in, in generations, so people don't understand that. So today, Joe Biden ended up signing this legislation protecting same-sex marriage and interracial marriages, making a major milestone in a fight for gay rights that followed a systemic challenge in the nation's attitude, change in the nation's attitude. The article here comes from USA Today, um, Gannett Organization. At a ceremony on the South Lawn in the White House, Biden signed the Respect for Marriage Act, making it the law that all states recognize same-sex and interracial marriages. Let me stop right there. There was a, um, when Roe v. Wade got overturned, there were a bunch of people on the left talking about, well, they're going to come for gay marriage next. Here's the thing. Nobody. I mean, literally nobody has been coming for gay marriage. Why, you might ask? Because as the Overton window continues to shift to the left, Republicans and conservatives really don't care anymore. It's a battle that's lost. And quite honestly, when I think back on this whole thing about gay marriage in particular, 
it, again, you want to co-op something to bastardize it, you see. And this is one of those things where, you know, I have sympathy for, for same-sex couples. Like, if you have been in a committed relationship 10, 15, 20 years, I don't know, five years, whatever, and your partner, I don't know, they're terminal, and you want to be by their bedside or you want to handle their legal affairs because you guys have been together for so long, you should be able to do that. I, I, I have sympathy for that, 100%. My problem is, isn't calling it marriage. It's not marriage. It's a domestic partnership. So the left continued to push that, and then they made, they, they, they made it even worse by saying things like, well, they're going to come for interracial marriages. Nobody, and I literally mean nobody, had talked about going after interracial marriage. Now, I know some folks have talked about safe-sex marriages, but come on. Let's be honest. At this particular point, it's a losing battle. You lost. If people want to get married and be miserable like the rest of us, by all means, God bless you. Because now you'll have to get entangled in all the legalities of it. Not just being there at somebody's bedside at the end of life, but, man, God, the probability of you getting a divorce is extremely high. And uh, you know who's going to make money on that one? Divorce lawyers. Anyway. Democrat and Republican lawmakers, LGBTQ, XYZ, elemental P advocates, and plaintiffs in marriage equity cases were all among the thousands in attendance. Today, America has taken vital steps toward equality, towards liberty and justice, not just for some, but for all, Biden says, toward creating a nation where decency, dignity, decency, huh? I don't know if that's the word you want to use there, Joe. And love are recognized, honored, and protected. The new law will protect same-sex marriages if the Supreme Court were to overturn the landmark, um, I can't pronounce that word, Hodges decision, which in 2015 legalized same-sex marriages in the United States. Wrong! 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 So you're saying, but what he's saying here is that the law will protect same-sex marriages of the, if the Supreme Court were to overturn that landmark case. Okay. But if somebody challenges this law, as well as that case, that law does not supersede the Supreme, the, the U.S. Constitution. The Supreme Court will be able to say, no, nah, that's unconstitutional. It's not within your authority to do so. You don't have the ability to do it. That is wrong. And this is where I said, they're trying to normalize this to make it seem that if a law, if Democrats make a law and they codify it and they use that word all the time, codify, then therefore it is there. It is set in stone. It is like Draco's column. And nothing can overturn that. Not even the Supreme Court. Oh, they're so wrong. Biden said the new law confers to all married couples the federal protections that come with marriage, such as legal recognition as next of kin when the spouse is ill. For most of our history, we denied interracial couples and same-sex couples for these protections. We failed to treat them with equal dignity and respect. Now the law requires interracial marriage and same-sex marriage must be recognized as legal in every state in the union. Here's the problem. As somebody involved in an interracial marriage, ain't nobody said anything to me. 
I mean, nobody. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, here comes that word. Here it comes. The article continues. The push to codify, codify, see, I told you they're using it again. Gay and interracial marriages in Congress came after Associate Justice uh, Clarence Thomas called on the Supreme Court to reconsider other rights established by the Supreme Court in the wake of his June ruling that America no longer, Americans no longer have a right to an abortion, which is not in the Constitution, nor is it implied. Thomas, in a concurring opinion, backed the overturning of Roe v. Wade, singled out options that block states from banning contraception, sex by same-sex same couples, and gay marriage. Following the bill's passage in the House, Biden pointed to uncertainty after the Dobbs ruling that overturned Roe, saying that the new law restores a measure of security to millions of marriages and families. Between 2,000 and 3,000 lawmakers and advocates attended the signing ceremony on the South Lawn on Tuesday, including Speaker House, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Passing the Respect for Marriage Act wasn't just the right thing to do for America. It was personal to us, to our staff and our families, and certainly personal to me, Schumer said. <laughs> Chucky! Chucky. <laughs> GTFO. The tie I'm wearing reminds me uh, what this moment is about. It's tie I wore the day my daughter got married to a beautiful young lady. One of my happiest days. Oh, Chuck. Chuck. Chuck, you know you screwed up. You know you man. Boy, this article is long and drones on. But again, the left continue to push these this narrative of fear and hate, and they project this onto the right. And it's interesting, again, they use the word codify as a somehow that's going to inoculate it from a Supreme Court ruling in the future should it be challenged and overturned. And, you know, again, when you look at looking at rights that the Supreme Court creates, well, Clarence Thomas was absolutely correct about this because the Supreme Court, it is not within their purview to create or give rights. That's important because what what we're talking about here is rights are recognized. And what that means is they are recognized by nature's creator, by God, if you will. And sometimes those rights are going to be, they're not going to please conservatives. Like if myself and some young lady decided we wanted, let's go back. Let's go back in time. Let's go back in time. And, and, and let's 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 use the Wayback Machine real quick. Let's go back in time. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back in time. All right. So we're back in time. We're like in the 1600s, right? And there's me. There's a young lady, and we decide we wanna we wanna be together. We wanna have a family. That's our thing, right? And there's no priest around. We're just gonna say we're man and wife. It just is. Now, of course, now of course, I'm Hispanic, and this the only will be white, just for the sake of this conversation, right? And in doing that, we're doing this because it is our right under nature's creator to be man and wife. So if two people of the same sex did the same thing, I can certainly see that. Okay, so this idea that 
you're going to codify it and make it anything more than that. It's not for the Supreme Court to give. It is a right that is recognized. So Clarence Thomas is absolutely correct when he talks about that we want to make sure that or when he talks about, you know, we can revisit and look at these things on these so-called rights that were given by the Supreme Court because it's not for them to give. If you want rights to be installed within the Constitution, there is a way to do that through the amendment process. We had Orlando there for a moment. Let's see if we can get him back on. All right, let's see here. But as we do that, we're going to go into the chat real quick here. John Galt says they think they have some sort of moral superiority and supreme mindset that Roe v. Wade should be included in the Constitution. They don't understand or want to understand the laws or how the Constitution is. Brother Orlando Owens, what's going on? Can you hear my friend? I hear you. Can you hear me? A little bit. Yes, I hear you loud and clear. Looks like we got a problem here. I wonder. Let's take a look here.
got this taken care of I think but I don't know I don't know like it should be working fine and I know we had Orlando Owens here calling in here so we're gonna try to get him back on too but all right all right looks like looks like we're functioning finally all right let's get Orlando back on here hopefully we got this working right 
call the brother up from the bat phone. He's like, I can understand you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, Orlando. What do we got here? All right, phone's acting wonky. All right, let's try this now. Get a microphone check here. I know what it is with phones. It just flashes, and then it waits, and don't even ring right away. And we live in an era of technological model, huh? Anyway, we'll continue conversation here as soon as we can get Orlando White on here. All right, if that don't work, we got the bat phone. So let's get this here. Let's find a Skype number here. All right. We got that. Pop that bad boy up here. Come on now. What the hell? Yeah, you got to go through your Skype stuff every now and again because you get some weird things in here. Yeah, I got people chatting. All right, hang tight. here all right let's try that here one more time please leave your message for, for you know something tells me we're probably both trying to call each other at the same time I'll be willing to bet broadcast mediocrity that's what we got going here Try this here. Let's try. We're going to try this here. Please leave your message for four. Oh, I wonder if his phone died. I wonder. Hey, Orlando, let me know if your phone died. I'm trying to give you a call right now. You know the difference? Please leave your message. The difference between this show and others I'm okay with the, the errors and technical difficulties and all the other stuff that's going on here because, you know what, we keep it raw, fresh, and organic. And I wouldn't have it any other way. So, Orlando, try to give us a call here. I'm going to throw this up in the chat here. All right, so let's switch gears here real quick. I want to give a shout-out to a gentleman here. Uh, over the weekend, there was a vote within the Republican Party of Wisconsin. And I know for some people, oh, how dare you say anything good about the Republican Party? 
how dare you say anything good about, you know, the chairman or the establishment or whatever. And I find most of the people that talk about establishment have no idea what the hell they're talking about. It, it actually, it's comical, pathetic, and like, these are the same people that couldn't lead a pack of starving wolves to fresh meat. Yeah, I said what I said. Now, that being said, I want to give a shout-out to former Republican Party Wisconsin Chairman Paul Farrell, who I don't think got enough credit because here is a man who took over the chairmanship here in August of 21. And, yeah, was it August 21? No, August 22. August 22. No, that's not right. It was August 21, I believe. But still, he came into this. He had to deal with a contentious, you know, conservative base, a contentious party. Uh, he did what he could. And I got to give the man credit. And there is definitely issues within the Republican Party, especially amongst a lot of its leadership. You know, with his executive leadership of Paul Farrow in particular, I'm, I'm not giving passes to anybody, but I'm going to acknowledge and give credit where credit is due. Paul Farrow did the best job that he could with given the circumstance of what he did. Now, Paul Farrow opted not to run for chair again. And you know what? I don't blame the man. It was a volunteer position. And for the headache and the strife that he had to put up with, I wouldn't do it either. But the Republican Party of Wisconsin does have a new chairman. He was elected this past um, this past Saturday. And, <coughs> excuse me. And that gentleman is Brian Shimming. Most of you guys that are familiar with him, Brian Shimming, often guest host on um, w at uh, what WISN near Milwaukee and also in the Madison market. He's a frequent guest on the uh, WSAU channel with Meg Ellison and a few others there. And I got to tell you, Brian is a gentleman that I have a great deal of respect for. He is a man who is literally anywhere and everywhere there is a conservative event. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Republican Party of Wisconsin is going to be able to function, how it's going to be improving, how it's going to be able to incorporate the fringe voices, the unrealistic voices, the so-called establishment voice. I, I'm looking to see what kind of coalition uh, Brian Shimmy is going to be able to put together because I think if anybody has the ability to have crossover appeal, to talk to several different groups and actually get you to understand you are being heard, I think Brian's the man. So, you know, and I don't think my, my, my trust, my faith, my hope in him is misplaced because I think here is a gentleman who, who definitely brings a lot to the table. He is at a lot of grassroots events. He's got a lot of different things. He emcees a ton of these Lincoln events. Um, you know, and honestly, here's a gentleman who several years ago, uh, you know, we, we talked, we shook hands, and he continued to remember me. And he's given me some great advice over the last couple of years. And he's a gentleman that I definitely look up to. So I'm certainly I'm rooting for him. And I want to see, you know, what, what he brings to the table here. Because I think here's a gentleman who has great ideas. And if anybody has the ability to bring the Republican Party into 
this next evolution. I think it's going to be Brian Shimming. So, Brian, congratulations, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to bring to the table here. Uh, final topic here, because, my God, did we have some errors. As we enter the Christmas season, well, as we are in it already, and if you've been to Walmart, Christmas season has been going on since, what, late August? But as we are into this Christmas season, into this flu and allergy, and this, I guess, second winter of death, is that what it is? This dark winter, something nonsense like that, whatever Joe Biden's concocting. But have you guys heard the word, was it, tridemic? Apparently it's cold, flu, and COVID. Okay. Well, you're going to love this one here because this comes from patch.com. You guys ready? It says Wisconsin residents should consider masking up for the holidays, the CDC says. A quote, and it's from the patch staff, John Kimmel's credit. One need not wait on CDC action in order to put a mask on, agency director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said Monday in a call with reporters. That is correct, Wisconsin. As families and friends in Wisconsin gather for the holidays, they may want to put on a mask to control the spread of COVID-19, RSV, that's the respiratory virus going around, and seasonal flu. The head of the CDC and prevention said this week, with the spread of COVID-19, RSV, and C flu, along with lagging vaccination rates, masking up is one of the best ways Americans can protect themselves, Dr. Michelle Walensky, the CDC director, said Monday in a call with reporters. Wisconsin has, a has long relaxed its mask guidelines after a decision by the state Supreme Court and doesn't require face coverings in public settings, although Milwaukee County Transit System requires masks. However, many states still require a mask for people in high-risk settings like hospitals, doctor's offices, and nursing homes. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services still recommends that people wear masks while dealing with high COVID-19 community levels. A layered preventative strategy combining vaccines, staying at home when sick, and wearing a mask when needed to can prevent um, sickness, authorities said. The DHS said you should also wear a mask when you are inside an area with a high community spread. In healthcare settings like doctor's offices and hospitals when required by the facility. For 10 days if you've been exposed to COVID-19. For up to 10 days if you are developing symptoms of COVID-19. The CDC said that Milwaukee County is currently at medium spread. Dane County has a low community level, while Waukesha has a medium. Mass guidance is based on the COVID-19 community levels, and the CDC is considering expanding the dashboard to include seasonal flu and other high contagious respiratory illnesses to give Americans a clear picture of when they need to mask up. How about you bite me? With a medium level of COVID-19 community spread, the CDC says people at risk for illnesses should discuss wearing a mask with their doctor. One need not wait for the CDC action in order to put a mask on, said agency director Dr. Michelle Walensky said Monday in a call with reporters. We would encourage all of these preventative measures, hand washing, staying home when you're sick, masking, increased ventilation during respiratory virus season, but especially at high COVID-19 community levels. The national COVID-19 rates and hospitalizations ticked up slightly over the last couple of weeks, although the number of people who are dying is down sharply to 1780 from the week ending November 
30th from the pandemic high of 23,372 deaths for the week ending January 13th of 21. In Wisconsin, 20 people died the week of November 30th from COVID-19. No, 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 no. Did they die from COVID or did they die with? Big difference. Wisconsin saw a peak deaths in December of 2020 with 450 people dying in one week. Nationally, only about 12.5% of the eligible five plus older, five and older population are vaccinated and fully boosted against COVID-19. In Wisconsin, the number is higher with about 17.5% of people over five are vaccinated and boosted. All but a handful of states reported high or very high levels of flu from the week ending November 26th, according to the CDC. Wisconsin is at a very high level. Influenza A activity continues to increase significantly in Wisconsin for the third week in a row, with lab-positive results up 25%, as the latest respiratory illness report from the Department of Health Services said. About 56% of Americans have gotten their flu shots as of November 19th, according to the CDC. In Wisconsin, just 30% of residents are inoculated. See, I stay away from that damn flu shot. Every time I have gotten a flu shot, I have gotten rocked. I mean, like, ridiculous. Um, meanwhile, Wisconsin RSV activity is decreasing, but overall remains high. Respiratory cynical virus, or RSV, peaked earlier, subsiding, and is picking up again in some areas, straining capacity in pediatric units across the country. Most children get RSV infection by the time they are two, but people can be infected at any age and more than once in their lifetime, according to the CDC. The symptoms are typically similar to the common cold, but for the extremely young, whose lungs are fully developed, and the very old and people with immune systems that are compromised, RSV can lead to breathing difficulty. Masking is recommended for people using public transportation or who have weakened immune systems or other reasons at heightened risk for severe respiratory illnesses. Months of hunkering down and avoiding contact with others during the COVID pandemic weakened Americans' immune systems during the health, during the health expert uh, COVID pandemic. See, and that's funny. And it's funny because the solution was worse than the actual problem. By locking people down, you have made their immune systems weak. Me? I didn't lock down for nothing. From day one, I was out. I did what I had to do. Like I do every day. I go out. I, 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 here, let's break it down. I get up. I have my breakfast. I go out, I dominate, I go home, I sleep, and I repeat. There. Simple. Get that vitamin D, baby. Stay in the sun. Public health officials have been racing for this possibility since early in the pandemic. Dr. Michael Mina, chief science officer at EMED and one of the nation's leading epidemiologists, said in a statement to CBS Money Watch, the recent surge are fully expected ramifications of a new virus that caused massive swings in human behavior, Mina said. We, now, uh, we know that immunity is working exactly as it is supposed to, and in this case, it means we, are, we drain population level immunity by not having exposures. So you're saying lockdowns weren't? <gasps> it was a bad thing. Why? Because you didn't expose people so they can build their immunities. 
you know, I know the holidays are here, and no people want to go out and do their thing, and you should go out and do your thing. But I'll tell you what, from a personal level, if it is the difference between me being masked up and me not going somewhere, then I won't go. It's really that simple. As you guys know, I have a very simple rule. I do what I want, when I want, how I want. It is really that simple. And I will not compromise myself for nothing. I mean, literally. There's no, there's no reason to compromise oneself. But it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant and they tell you to put a mask on before sitting down. It's kind of ridiculous because so you put the mask on, you sit down, you take the mask off, you take a sip of water, put the mask back on, you eat your food by taking your mask down. It's like peeing in the pool. Nobody wants to swim piss water, but lo and behold, you're doing it because, you know, the little bastard next to you is pissing in the pool. It's no different. Ah, the world that we live in. Oh, goodness. Anyway, we're going to close it out here. We've had enough technical difficulties. we got a lot of crazy stuff going on here. i got to work on this setup. But I'll tell you what, next week here we'll be back 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. i got to work on that graphic, get that on point. But do know this, next week we will be celebrating Festivus. We will have the airing of grievances as we do each and every time. And, of course, we'll take your calls. Hopefully, we'll have everything back on point. And we'll cross that bridge one step at a time. So, the communist medical people. Oh, you got that right. Big Pharma does love them so. But, guys, we'll check in here with you guys later on. I want to wish you guys a uh, Merry Christmas, of course. I will see you before Christmas. But... I want to remind you, as I do each and every time, and it is so important that we talk about this. You know there are villains out in the world. You know there are bad guys out there. And it does seem that we are in a dark period right now. And it's easy to lose hope. Hell, I've even considered it. You know, I consider it all the time. It would just be so much easier for me just to focus on making money, doing my thing. And just say hell with it. But then I look at my children. And in particular I look at my youngest. And I look in his eyes. I look at his future. I look at the world that I'm going to leave him. And as I, I, as I watch my son. As I watch my children. As I watch other children. I, I think to myself. What is my responsibility. My higher calling. To leave a better world. A freer world. A just world where we are weighed upon the merit of our character and our ability and our skill and not the color of our skin but rather we are looked upon as the potential that we can be that we can go out and live our best lives that we can become the best versions of ourselves as my father told me to be the exception and not the rule to not be a victim to any tyrant bully or a little bastard running around. But to literally be the hero in our story. The hero that we're looking for. The hero in the mirror. So until next week. Tuesday night. 7pm Central Standard Time. Thank you guys for joining in here. Go out there. Celebrate International Ass Kicking Day. Understand it. Celebrate it all days ending in Y. So good night. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. God bless Wisconsin. I am out.